Movies! Welcome to Bong Boy Movies, a podcast about Bong Joon-ho and the boys who love him. I am one of your hosts, Matt June Beebe. And I'm another one of your hosts, John June George. Oh man, we are really bong rippers today. Oh yes, we are. I've been ripping the bong for, I don't know, how long has it been since the Oscars at like this point? two like weeks. Week? two weeks yeah uh yeah it's wow what a moment it's been a while since we recorded a podcast yeah it's, and, it's uh, been a minute but we're back we're here with the very timely oscars reactions <laughs> yes very timely we wanted to be right on time so we could get those clicks um and, and we are yeah uh, here they are all the clicks coming in <laughs> but i yeah it's still it's been a while, and I'm still in disbelief, BB. Like, I still, I, I think I watched that moment, like, the announcement, like, two or three times now, and I think I'm surprised every single time when she says Parasite. I know. It's just, it seemed impossible. We re- There were so many obvious Academy choices. Like, if mm-hmm. they had said Ford v. Ferrari, I wouldn't have been surprised. I but know. But they, cho- they actually chose the best movie on the list, and it was surprising. <laughs> yeah, I know, because they never do. They never do that, baby. Yeah, it's um, it's what we went from Green Book to this. <laughs> crazy that last year Green Book was the one who won this award, and then the Oscars decided, no, actually, we'll we'll choose the best picture this time. I guess. Yeah, you know, it's, you, this year we're we're gonna get it right, and then next year it's gonna be like Avengers Nine. Or Blue Book. Yeah. Oh, Blue Book. Yeah. (laughs) The sequel to Green Book. Yeah, where he's this time he's racist about Asians or something instead. Or or it's a black driver and a white piano player. Whoa, that'd be crazy. And it's it's a reverse racism thing. So all the white people in Hollywood can be like, yeah, it's hard for us, too. (laughs) (laughs) The Oscar voters are watering at the mouth. Hearing that pitch, be oh, right? absolutely. They're not ready for Blue Book, my directorial oh, debut. Not. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, but yeah, God, I I don't. This is the peak for the Oscars. I really don't think it's gonna get better. I'm still still gonna have uh, low hopes going into next year again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, that re- it really helped this year having low hopes. I'll tell you what, because as I was, well, I was working during the Oscars, so I wasn't watching it. Mm-hmm. I was on a bus on the way back from New York, uh, editing a video, and I was just reading tweets every once in a while about how Bong Joon Ho was um, making speeches saying that he was going to get absolutely wasted and. <laughs> loving it um but i just i i finally i turned it on in the bus for the best picture because i had to Mm -hmm. and uh don't regret it don't regret wasting a little bit of my family's data there um (laughs) because it was worth it fantastic moment yeah i was i was also uh watching my twitter feed rather than the actual oscars because i don't have uh cable Mm. and so i just um was seeing the feed go up and I was like, oh, it won Best International. All right, that's cool. Oh, it won Best Original. Well, feel bad for Ryan Johnson, but that's like a good pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, best Original. Best Original Screenplay is the name. Of the award. <laughs> best Original. The best Original is another award. <laughs> um, 
And then, yeah, I saw all the tweets coming in about Best Picture, and I was like, oh, no, that can't be right. People are probably just, like, memeing or whatever. <laughs> and so I went to Google to, like, the official uh, Oscars page, and I kept refreshing it. And then, sure enough, it popped up, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> we both immediately started texting each other, like, what yeah. the fuck? What is happening? Um, Especially after the Globes, how disappointed we were. I know. We were just like, <laughs> we got so much wrong at the Globes, and now... The Oscars, you know, kind of did it right for the most part. Yeah, they said, we're not the Globes, John and Baby. All right, we're listening to your podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're better no, than that. I think I think our 1917 episode actually, like, made the difference. Yeah, I think so. They, <laughs> I got contacted by a lot of people uh, at, at the Academy, actually, and they're like, wow, what a great podcast. And, I, yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. And yeah. Fantastic. I, mean, <laughs> I think the, the way we might have influenced it a little bit is i think everyone was going to give marty the uh the award for maybe best director or best picture but then they heard our episode and they didn't want him going up and making a speech and being like this trophy's dedicated to new york <laughs> he totally would have done that <laughs> i love pizza and, you know everyone would be like oh i forgot i forgot what it sounds like when marty actually talks yeah new york uh, god that would have been amazing. New York strong, everybody. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, yeah. Marty did not win any awards. No, it's too bad. It's too bad. It's we're st- we're still fans of you, Marty. Um, yeah, big fan of the way you turn the knobs uh, out yeah. there for us. Oh yeah, I love I love what he's doing on the video chat right now. He's he's actually eating a whole chicken. A whole yeah, bird, he got a full rotisserie <laughs> chicken, and he's. It's a good thing he doesn't have a mic because he is not closing his mouth when he chews that thing. Oh no, absolutely not. Um, never pays attention to our audio either. So. No, not at all. In fact, he probably makes it worse. He's he's just <laughs> dropping chicken everywhere. <laughs> so his hands are so greasy. Oh my god, it's disgusting. He's like Danny DeVito on Always Sunny. He's just always got like oh. something coming out of his mouth. <laughs> oh god. Uh, well, I know it's been a while since we recorded an episode. And we usually do. Uh, what we watched last week or whatever, but uh, and you'd expect me to have a lot here as being John, mm-hmm. um, but I, I work work makes me a different man here. <laughs> Apparently, I did not have time for any movies, but one, and then the one we watched for this episode. Yeah, well, so. I'm I'm coming in hot. I got oh yeah two movies to talk about, including wow. the one we're reviewing. So a little a little reversal there. Wow. Yeah. Well, isn't that the same amount as me? No, no. Two I have movies including, or two movies Two movies plus Birds of Prey. Okay, so you have one more movie than Yes, you. I have That's one impressive. more movie than you. And one of them was a, a direct result of Birds of Prey. <laughs> okay, well, uh, then you start. Yeah, so um, I will start in order. The first one I watched is, again, technically not a movie. Um, it is a docu-series, but I watched it like a movie. Um, there is a docu-series on Netflix right now called Don't Fuck With Cats. Have you heard of this? No, just from uh, I saw that you watched it on Letterboxd, but I didn't look into it anymore. I was too yeah. busy at the time. So this is a docu-series that I watched. It like, it's three episodes. It's like three hours long. Um, I watched all of them in a row with a couple of friends. And it is essentially about a, a Facebook group that rallies together to try and find this guy who posted a video of himself murdering kittens. 
Hmm. Um, hence the title, Don't Fuck With Cats. They're yeah, like, yeah. on the internet, you don't fuck with cats, or we, the Facebook people, will come for you. Hmm. Um, and things kind of wildly spiral out of control at that point. I won't give too much away, because it is fun to like watch all of the reveals happen. Okay. Um, the only big issue I had with it is, you know, uh, movies uh, that are about, like, the internet or celebrity culture or anything like that they sometimes they end and they're like hey you facebook's bad and you use <laughs> facebook don't you and they point right at you through the camera yeah, yeah and like yeah. How do you, maybe this is your fault too because you're also on facebook and i go oh yeah, what classic. why are you calling me out now <laughs> or they'll this be like, your fault they'll baby. be like you know you watched this documentary. You gave this murderer the the attention that he wanted the whole time, and way to go. And I'm like, well, you should have told me at the beginning. Then I would have <laughs> turned you make it off. This documentary. Yeah, <laughs> like you made it. I'm. I just spent three hours watching it, and now you're gonna be like, oh, mm, well, Why aren't you, you watch a bad this? person? <laughs> like, what the? No, you shouldn't yeah, have put annoying. it on Netflix for me to view. Yeah, that's stupid. Hate yeah. that. Hate the, that. The story itself is is really interesting, but the ending was just. I I was like, why are you telling? Why are you do, pulling a cat's here and telling me to go fuck myself right at the end? <laughs> cats aren't dogs, BB. Right? Yeah, yeah, and you can't fuck with cats, which they didn't say in the movie Cats, which I feel like they should have. Yeah, they definitely should have. Yeah, uh, called out that guy who killed cats on the internet. Yeah, yeah. So it it becomes like a whole international affair. It's it's pretty interesting it's a story that you feel like you would have heard about because it happened in like 2011 or so Hmm. um and it's yeah i i would recommend seeing it if you have netflix and some extra time on your hands uh it's it's definitely a it's a true crime thing if you like true crime it's it's a lot of fun to watch true crime yeah uh well i don't have facebook so i don't feel as bad (laughs) As a person, right yeah, <laughs> but but again, if you do watch the documentary, they are going to call which you. Which I haven't. Which yeah. I haven't. So, so you are I, better I than me. Like you, you're winning right this one right now. No Facebook, and I haven't seen this documentary. Oh so. my god, he's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> perfect human being. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, I guess I'll go now. With um, well, I inc- I can include the TV show I've been watching, which is uh, Mythic Quest on mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus. Uh, so all you Android users are screwed. God damn it. If you want to watch this one. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been, it's so, if you don't know what it is, it's it's from the Always Sunny creators, uh, mainly Rob, uh, how do you pronounce, McElhenney? It's, uh, I McElhenney? think it's McElhenney. It's, it's either that or McEnelhenney, but I can never remember. Yeah. Well, Mac, Mac from Always Sunny yes. is the, is the um, main writer of this show. Charlie Day produces it, and he wrote some of the episodes, but not all of them. He's not mm-hmm. on it. And then Rickety Cricket is also in it. Yeah, and Rickety Cricket is actually, like, a consistent writer on Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he writes on this one, too. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a super fun show. If you've seen Silicon Valley, it's like that, but for video games. Um, and that's the main reason. Like, I love Silicon Valley, and I like this, and I like video games. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. It's it's got always sunny humor, but it's a little more mild, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, some, the Apple couldn't take a heat. Yeah, um, it's it's a little more mild. It's a little more mainstream comedy, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still pretty funny. At some at sometimes it gets to oh, you can like tell like oh yeah that's an always sunny joke, um, which is great. Mm-hmm. I just finished episode five, so I haven't finished all of them. But episode five is like it's a it's one of those episodes where it like has nothing to do with the shit the main characters at all. It just like focuses on a different story randomly, um, and it's so good. It's so like you could honestly just watch that episode of the show and not the rest of the show. And I would be like, yeah, just do that. If you don't have like enough time to watch a whole show, just watch that one. Watch yeah. episode five. It's funny because we both work in the games industry, not like the development side, but yeah. um, we're both in esports, And so, yeah, everyone at work has been like, oh yeah, you know, working in gaming, it's so relatable. And I see all this stuff and I'm like, God, like, and I'm like, how do I watch Apple TV? I don't have any <laughs> Apple products. So like you just can't. Well, I, it's on it's on like Samsung TVs, and then it's like it's very specific stuff. Yeah, like it's I just got this get. goddamn smartwatch, and it's an Android smartwatch, so that's not helping me. I got my Android <laughs> phone. I have like my fucking Google Chromecast. Yeah. How do I watch the Funny Show? Apple? You just can't. I think it's eventually gonna come like on the web. Like you're just gonna be able to access it on the web, so then you could Chromecast it then. But yeah. For now, very hard unless you have an Apple TV or any Apple product. You just need one Apple product, basically. Yeah. I'll, besides I'll, Apple Watch. Oh shit! Wait, I have an iPad. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe I'll figure that out. Is the is the whole series out yet? Yeah, whole series is out. I've been. I'm not a big fan of binging, so I've just been watching either one a day or one every couple of days at this point. Okay. Yeah, I might. Uh, I might do like a free trial on that. <laughs> yeah. Just do that real quick. Uh-oh. Um. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. I like it a lot. But nice. I will say, as someone who works, like you're saying, works in the game, it's not really what I do or what you do. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, we yeah. don't see too much of too much of what their workplace is like, honestly. But it's still they're still like funny. They they're thing bunch of things about streamers and like yeah. kids streamers and stuff. Like I've that I've funny. heard the streaming episode was sort of the the big one for like people at work. Yeah, it was that was a funny one. Um, but honestly, I just, there are a bunch of lovable characters on it. Just funny, funny yeah. stuff. I like it. All right. Well, uh, the second movie I watched, I watched pretty much immediately after birds of prey. Um, this is a movie I've talked about extensively before on this podcast. It was Mad Max Fury road. That road's got some anger. Some He's fury. so furious. <laughs> the road was very angry. Um, yes. yeah, I, like I said, on our best of the decade list, I own it on Blu-ray. Um, I was just like, after seeing Birds of Prey, I was like, it's it's possible to make a, like a feminist girl power action movie. It's not <laughs> that it's not pot. So I literally was like, I have to put this in and remind myself what that looks like. Um, and so, yeah, I just watched it again. It's two hours. It's perfect. Um, I noticed a lot. It's been a while since I've watched it. So I noticed a lot of more subtle things that I hadn't seen before. Um, the soundtrack is actually really understated, which I had never noticed. Um, a lot of the movie is very, it's not quiet, but a lot of it is like just engine sounds or just the character speaking. Um, yeah, that's true. Which is, which is cool and, and effective. Cause when you think of Mad Max, you think of the chase theme, which is, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. uh, that's in there, but yeah, it's wonderful. It's fantastic. Uh, a 70 year old Australian grandpa, made it and it's a better uh 
female-driven action movie than most of what we have gotten recently, and that's shocking. <laughs> wow, seventy-year-old grandpa. That's how is good. it? How is it? The seventy-year-old Australian grandpa was like, "Nah, I got this." Lots of seventy-year-old grandpas standing up for for uh, equal rights, Bernie. Yeah, he's oh, grandpa. he's he yeah, he's it. past seventy. Which gets a, he gets a mention in Birds of Birds of Prey. He does so. get a very strange mention in Birds of <laughs> Which Prey. Which I'll talk about because there was an interesting reaction in my crowd to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess the only thing, other thing I want to say is like maybe Bernie direct the next Mad Max. Oh, yeah, not that, bad, that'd right? Be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I mean, here's the other thing I actually wanted to mention is like Mad Max Fury Road came out in 2015. If you showed this movie to anyone who like hadn't heard of it or hadn't seen it before and were like when do you think that was released they'd be like oh well it's obviously like a trump reaction movie like (laughs) obviously this movie is about trump and it's it wasn't (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) it's literally it's the whole movie is about a bunch of like young white dipshits who worship this giant tyrannical fat man with bad hair yeah (laughs) interesting uh and I'm never just like, never put those pieces together. <laughs> you watch and you're like, how is this released a year before Trump was even running for president? Yeah, that's crazy. I, I imagine like it would get so much more like hate if it was released after. Yeah, well, that's Trump the thing. Is, like, the movie got hate when it came out because people felt like they were tricked into watching like a girl movie, you know, <laughs> like the, the movie's called Mad Max, but it's all about this bald chick who doesn't give me a boner. <laughs> and it's like, all right. All right. She kind of looks like a guy because she doesn't have long hair, so yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad and confused. But now, if this movie came out, it would be that, and also like, oh, SJW's drum, f- you, uh, you know, it would just be all that shit. Like, I, Dang. you know, this is such a, you know, virtue signaling movie. Yeah, well, I'm happy. I'm happy it's not political. Then I, I don't want to. God, I hate when, I hate when that happens. I don't. I don't want politics to be in my movie discussion. Yeah, right? geez, I mean, get it out of here. Unless Bernie, unless they make presidents direct movies from now on, like mm-hmm. you have to direct one movie per term that you're elected. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Could you imagine Trump's movie? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, uh, yeah, great but, movie though. Fantastic. We yeah. both talked about it on this cast. It is just just wonderful um yeah so should we should we get into it oh i saw the help as well though oh that's right that's right yes i saw the help which is it's a good movie when did the help even come out i didn't realize 2011 um yeah the help was good um enjoyed it if you i mean bb's read my letterbox review basically it was this whole saga of me like I knew going into this, I saw Bryce Dallas Howard's name like in the credits. So I knew Bryce Dallas Howard was in the movie. Um, and it was just a whole saga of me like trying to figure out who she was <laughs> because Jessica Chastain is also in this movie. Two people I notoriously get confused very often. Um, and I didn't know Jessica Chastain was in this movie. So I was like, is Bryce Dallas Howard in this movie twice? Um, because I, there was one character that was like, no, that's definitely Bryce Dallas Howard. But then there was another character that was like, no, that's definitely Bryce (laughs) Dallas Howard. And I just kept going back and forth on the two. One point thought she was in a twice, thought she played two characters, um, and was not shocked to find out Jessica Chastain was, 
the character like by the end i thought celia was bryce dallas howard and that was wrong oh no <laughs> that was jessica chastain and bryce dallas howard was hilly who is a bit is a bitch um but yeah. she like i spent because i was spending my whole time like i wanted to write write a review where i called bryce dallas howard bryce dallas coward and i was like i <laughs> that hope would have been so a... good why didn't you do that <laughs> because i because i got distracted by this and i was like wait is that because i was really hoping bryce dallas howard was like the bitch character so i could call her bryce dallas coward but i was like no but she's definitely not that character but it turns out she was <laughs> so i easily could have called her bryce dallas coward wow. well at least we're her. getting it out here uh anyways yeah that's not what the movie's about at all but it's a good movie <laughs> Uh, four stars it's pretty star-studded too with people who like i feel like back then they weren't as big as they are now yeah so. yeah emma stone was was on the up and up i think at that point um but that was one of her earlier ones yeah and viola davis and octavia mm-hmm. spencer are both very big now obviously yeah too. yeah um yeah lots of and allison janney's great in it so uh good yeah good stuff from from the help i guess it wasn't as i thought it was gonna be a little boring and i watched it with my mom so i thought it was gonna be like a mom movie but i i enjoyed it yeah there you go (laughs) show it to your mom and you might enjoy it yeah um that's our our very our very good uh review of the help now should we talk about birds of prey (laughs) yes we should talk about birds of prey we're we're getting into the february movies baby it's movie season oh yeah all the oscar baits coming out now you know they're getting it out early this year. Yeah, I'm surprised. I I really wish we could have watched that masterpiece Sonic. Um, There's still a chance it. we might watch Sonic. There aren't that many movies coming out right now. I think we probably will watch Sonic, honestly. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine with watching Sonic. I don't think... I think I will probably like Sonic more. I like Ben Schwartz, so... I'm, yeah. And I've liked his marketing for this movie there's also to all the boys p.s i still love you on netflix that has just come out so oh okay we'll have to watch that noah centennial flick oh absolutely (laughs) uh but yeah that's it's february if you didn't if you're not that big in the movies i don't know why you're listening to this yeah what the fuck (laughs) uh, if you're not that big if you don't know this is like oscars just happened so now like the movie release schedule for big boy movies at least Mm -hmm. is is all the Oscar movies come out before, right before the Oscars, and then when they're over, they don't do that anymore. They they just run. It's like now it's the festival circuit and stuff. This is where the studios unload all their garbage. They say exactly. no one's watching movies at the beginning of the year anyway, so let's just slide all this shit out, and you yeah. know maybe someone will see it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm a. <laughs> Uh, you, <laughs> you didn't like this movie that much, BB. Correct? No, I did not like this movie very much. <laughs> um, I, I don't know where I am at on it. I liked it at points. At other points, I didn't. Mm. I'm half and half on it currently. There were moments that I liked, but overall, I just did not like have fun. It was also such a bizarre movie to be rated R. I feel like. Oh yeah. I, well, at some points, I was like, I was surprised from like either language or violence at points and i was like wait I th- like i thought i was in a pg-13 movie for my, my my mind thought i was in a pg-13 movie so i was like whoa she's she just said i feel like she they said like some cr- very crass swear word at some point but i was like yeah well it's the thing is this movie it like 
is the tone of a PG-13 movie. They could have done very minimal edits to this movie and it would have been PG-13, which I think is the weirdest thing. Because then you get the wider audience to be able to see it. Because, like, the only reason it's really R is because they say fuck more than once. And there's some violence that's kind of gruesome, but nothing gory or over the top. Yeah. Even, like, the the bad guy's big death moment wasn't that gross. Mm -hmm. And it was really fast and, like, in shadow. Yeah. So, I don't know. Because I was in the theater and, like... There was a couple next to me with their very small child. There were two little girls uh, with their parents, like in the back row. So people, either people thought this was a PG thirteen movie, or they knew it was R, and they're like, "Eh, it's comic book. I'll bring my child to it anyway." Yeah. Um, Which, and also, I, like starting I, I the movie off with the. Book. Sorry, what was that? I forgot this was a comic book movie until the DC look came up. I was like, "Oh yeah, this." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, but it's so weird because it starts with the the cartoon sequence, which is like clearly for kids. Um, it has like the the child kind of self insert character, right? Like you put a kid in the movie so kids can relate to them. Yeah, that's what you do in like every family movie, right? You know, Pixar does it. Every Pixar movie has to have a child in it, and every family movie just has a kid, so the kids can go, "That's like me." <laughs> Well, yeah, see, I don't know. That now that you mention it, it does seem like there was like some fighting over that. Like it seemed like I don't know. I know Margot Robbie was a huge part of the creative side of this movie too. Mm-hmm. It seemed like maybe the people who made this wanted it to be R, but they were like, Okay, I don't know, like the studio was like PG thirteen and then it seemed like they were losing the battle to make it R most of the time, right? Yeah. And then they just won in the end somehow because they didn't care or something. They knew they were going to lose money anyways. Yeah, it's a bizarre marketing thing that, like, I, I'd be interested to hear the the story of this. Because, like, we all know the story of, like, Suicide Squad and how that was mangled in post. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one seems like there was a lot of, of studio intervention, possibly, um, or, or something. Like, they're, the pieces of the puzzle don't all quite fit together in this movie as far as sort of the intensity of the violence, the way characters talk. Everything is really uneven and, like, are we going to make this R? Is it going to be? And because, like, Joker just came out and that was R and that was a huge hit. We know that Deadpool was a big hit being R. So maybe they were just, like, people might want to see this more if it's r-rated because that'll get more of the adult audience and like maybe kids aren't going to be interested i don't know yeah i don't yeah it feels like they just saw joker's success despite being r because they broke tons of records for being an r movie mm-hmm. and they're like oh you could do it now you can make it r maybe the, like it does seem like they originally were like we'll do pg-13 and then they saw joker and they're like oh we could do r yeah just throw a few fucks in there we'll get the r rating yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, which is weird. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's some of the main issues with the movie for me is I think it's like a I think it's an okay like start of a like like you're just calling it a woman action movie type thing. I think it's like I think I can see like glimpses of creative I can see some creative juices at points and I can see some moments where like where where the writers are or Margot Robbie shine for sure. But Mm -hmm. then there's a lot of the movie where I see the studio and I see a lack of creativity and I see just, 
just classic things I see in action movies nowadays anyways. So Yeah, it's it's still very the paint by numbers superhero movie at, at yeah. the end of the day. Um I I think Margot Robbie did a, a good job overall. I mean it's tough cuz like I don't know how much she was given to work with and obviously she was a big part in making this movie, but you know, if her goal was to just sort of act like silly crazy, then she she did it. <laughs> she really um, Yeah. I was just most impressed with uh, her rollerblading and stuff. I don't know if that's... Yeah. I guess we're in non-spoiler territory, but she rollerblades in this movie. Spoiler. Yeah, I mean, I've already <laughs> said that the bad guy died, so... <laughs> I mean, that's not a huge spoiler, but, yeah. like... Um, yeah, it's it's just overall, like, I thought it was very mediocre, even by comic book movie standards. It just didn't bring anything new to the plate. It didn't you know really have anything to say and what it did have to say was so on the nose it just had me rolling my eyes a lot of the time yeah i agree Uh, so Um, yeah yeah i I, right now i'm at like for the for the non-spoiler folks right now i'm like a two and a half three on it so i know it's it's like failing at the box office already. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, no one's, I mean, no one's like looking forward to seeing this movie, and I guess my review isn't going to help that. So yeah, no, I, I saw this on a Saturday afternoon, and the theater was not very full, and the movie's only been out for a week. Mine was actually almost completely full. <laughs> at, huh. uh, it was not that many seats because it was an AMC with recliner seats, mm-hmm. so there were like six rows of like eight people or whatever. But it was. There were there were only a couple empty seats. Um, it is President's Day, so maybe everyone was going to watch a movie on their day. Yeah, off. yeah, maybe. I, I it's also like my theater only had like four screenings for the whole day, while Sonic had like nineteen screenings for the whole yeah. day. So, <laughs> nineteen screenings for Sonic. I mean, probably more. There were a ton of, of showings for Sonic, and I had to choose one of four for Birds of Prey. And again, only been out for a week, and they're already phasing it out for Sonic. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that's it's February movie for you. Yeah. Well. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Wow. Gotta Are rip you? it. Gotta <laughs> rip it, my boy. I just cracked open a big tall oh. can of Critics Corner. Whoa, that was. Oh sick. man, <laughs> delicious. I'm gonna take a drink. Let's see if we can hear this. I don't that's know if that ASMR. was ASMR or not. Um, that's that Critics Corner ASMR. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, this week uh, in the Critics Corner soup <laughs> that comes in a can, I guess, um, we have some people who want to talk about Parasite. What? Now that, um, now that it's won the Oscar, people are coming out to talk about it? People got to... It won the Oscar, so now everyone's got to watch it. Everyone's... Here's yeah. the, the other thing I should mention is I bought Parasite on Blu-ray. I'm very happy I bought it when it did because now the Blu-ray has this giant, ugly banner on it that says, Ew. like, winner of four Oscars. And I'm like, the poster takes up, like, a quarter of the box now because half like, of it on, is, like... It's not even, like, a separate thing. It's on the actual picture. It's on the actual box, like art so it's oh, the the blu-ray banner then this giant oscars banner and then the poster in the bottom that's how you ruin a blu-ray right there yeah so i'm glad i got i got a nice clean blu-ray cro- copy it is coming to criterion though so i might i might yeah. swap out for criterion when that happens yeah as i mentioned i've 
the, the closest I've come to collecting DVDs is Criterion because they just have like sick box art that's of yeah. course exclusive to them so and they have sick box art and they get like exclusive special features and they do like high quality 4k and all that yeah. so and it's going to be the only way I can get Marriage Story on DVD so. oh that's right yeah yeah <clears throat> Um, but anyway, so there's there's been a lot of discussion about reading recently. You know, when when you watch a movie, do you want to read? No. No, obviously I would just not. read a book if I wanted to do that. Yeah, and obviously the people who complain about this read a lot of books. Yeah, like I love books. I've read all of them, so. <laughs> I've read every book, <laughs> and none of them have had moving images or sound. Yeah. So why am I going to go to my moving image sound medium if I'm just going to have to book it? <laughs> um, so we have, for the first time ever on Critics Corner, unprecedented, multiple reviews. What? Many multiple reviews. And not only that, but they're from Amazon. Amazon? We've John moved George, over. There, is a, there is a rich vein of criticism <laughs> on Amazon that I have just been ignoring this whole time. Uh, I don't know why you've been ignoring it. Honestly, whenever I read Amazon reviews for products I'm about to buy, they annoy the hell out of me and convince me not to buy something. Yeah. And imagine that for an incredibly good movie that everyone watched all at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's usually people complaining about stupid shit that no one cares about. But Um, yeah, Go ahead. Let me. I, I have a wealth of of one star Amazon reviews. Uh, they're all very short, so we're gonna we're gonna crank through a few of them. All right. Um, and this is you know for Parasite. We both love Parasite. Um, yeah. We both don't know how to read actually, but we still liked it. Yeah. Um, I and I think these I, people. I could, I could get the gist from what they were from how they were talking. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I like sometimes pretend to know Korean, so I convinced some <laughs> people that I did uh, yeah. know what they were saying. Um, but yeah, so let's see. Oh, the, the Amazon reviews, it doesn't look like they have names on them, so I can't credit these, unfortunately. Dumb. I will say they are, they were all reviewed by people in the United States. <clears throat> so let's get the first one. One star. This one says the title of this review is do not watch. That's N space OT. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry, this person there. says. We did not watch this movie as it was all in subtitles. Not a great <laughs> so start. Don't, don't rate it. <laughs> yeah, no, one star. They saw they saw the first subtitle come up and they're like, wait, no, they're going to say like pizza at some point, right? They're going to say like hamburger. That's a word I know. <laughs> and they never do. Whole movie in subtitles. Yeah, they even have pizza at one point. They don't say it. Mm. One star. Title of the review. Not in English. And they say, I'd like my money back. I turned it off after one minute. Just do read. Just look. if you really don't want to watch a movie that's not in English, just look up for one second mm-mm, mm-mm, what language the, the movie is in before you buy a movie. Once you once it wins the Oscar, you have to watch it right there and then without researching it at all. And then even, also once it starts. Even after to. it won the Oscar, the vo- the lady voice said, this is the first foreign movie in a different language to win Best Picture. Like, y- you could have paid attention to that, right? Yeah, no. No, what happened is, who who announced the Best Picture win? Which celebrity did I don't that? know who. I don't know who it was. Okay, let's pretend it was uh, Keanu Reeves, because I think yeah. he did present an award. He, Keanu Reeves gets up and he goes, and Best Picture goes to, and he opens the thing, 
and he says parasite and before he can even finish the word <laughs> they have gone to amazon <laughs> and, well gotta see that <laughs> yeah it's it's the winner is parasite click and they immediately start this movie and then one minute later turn it off yeah one minute later god i wasted my money i this Damn is it. not even in english <laughs> um one star review this title ugh give me my money back it's not in english <laughs> oh my god i hate people i hate people so much baby. Oh, oh john you t- you're gonna love this one one star review title i want a refund <laughs> i'm sorry this one's really good <laughs> hold on i dislike that it is it is in in chinese can i get my money back <laughs> Oh my god, I hate these people. <laughs> it's in Chinese, John. What do you expect? <laughs> god. Oh, they're gonna, they would hate the farewell. Yeah. Half of it's in English, and they'll just be like, why is it not all in English? <laughs> what, what are these words? They'd be like, I hate these Japanese people. <laughs> <laughs> why are these Japanese people traveling to China? Come on. <laughs> it's like uh it's like uh knives out where they just keep getting uh her nationality wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh parasite, that fucking <laughs> like Malaysian movie. <laughs> Couldn't understand movie. any of it. <laughs> God, I hate people so much. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there, but those are some choice Amazon reviews of of Parasite. Oh, I'm so mad that you have brought this to my attention, baby. <laughs> I cracked open the can. That's what was inside. Oh, <laughs> critics can. I hate you. Yeah, the critics canner is is uh, really screwed us this week. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we're going to Spoiler Town now. Yeah, enter Spoiler Town. Spoiler Spoiler Town for Birds of Prey, by the way, not Parasite. No, we did that already. <laughs> yeah. Um, caw, birds of prey. Caw! Yeah, they and did a lot of screeching in the movie. I thought that was interesting. There was one screech. Was there? <laughs> there was, uh, yeah, when Black Canary, I guess it's not a screech. Oh, yes. But... Uh, yeah, sure. That's the closest we get to any bird yeah. noises, so might as well. Yeah. Um, by the way, we've been, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Um the title of the movie is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Except you're wrong. The title is Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. They changed the title of the movie because no one saw it in the first week. Oh, no. What? Letterbox, you got to update the title. Yeah, it's no, a new they, movie. They did a, an Edge of Tomorrow on it, and they were like, well, no one wanted to see Birds of Prey, so maybe they'll see Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. God, Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. Yes. Uh, wait, what was Edge of Tomorrow? Was Edge of Tomorrow called something else for a week or something? What was it called? No, Edge of Tomorrow was did its theatrical run as Edge of Tomorrow, and then on the DVD release, they renamed it to Live, Die, Repeat. What? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> then they changed it back after, like, years. I think they changed it back on the like DVD or Blu-ray. But, yeah, the home release of Edge of Tomorrow was called Live, Die, Repeat. That's so weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's because no one saw it, and they were like, well... Maybe people people didn't want to watch a movie called Edge of Tomorrow, so maybe they'll watch a movie called Live Die Repeat. Like I don't know. Both of the both those titles are like I don't know. I wouldn't see the either of those movies unless it was good, and it was yeah, good. I so guess I the logic it. is like at least with Live Die Repeat, you see the title of the movie, and you're like, well, now I know what it's about. 
<laughs> it's like if birds of prey was of called tomorrow. like yeah birds of, if they called birds of prey like punch kick girl or something <laughs> oh this is about punch kick girls nice yeah girls who punch and kick i get it what's a bird of prey <laughs> what is the edge of tomorrow i don't understand that yeah isn't that like tonight <laughs> why don't they just call that like midnight or like 11 59 or whatever 11 59 guys <laughs> uh but yeah uh birds of prey um i don't i don't know i don't feel like i didn't like this movie so let's not go through the whole thing yeah um i didn't like a lot of this movie i don't remember half of it but so i would were... have to take you on it because i just yeah um well, where is it? It starts with the, starts cartoon, with the cartoon sequence, which is like whatever they very they are very careful never to show Jared Leto's face. Oh no, um, was it actually Jared Leto or is it just the? They joke show thing? a scene from Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, they which, do. Which like it has an over the shoulder shot where you see like the back of Jared Leto's head, but never like actually him in frame. Yeah, I was I was like that is definitely from Suicide Squad. I remember. Mm-hmm. It's when she gets dipped in the vat or whatever. Yeah, she she takes a dive into the chemicals uh, to become Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the cartoons, I don't know. So at points, the narration is fine. But at other points, it's one of my least favorite parts of the movie. I don't like narration that much. Yeah, if if the narration's there... it can't just be there to like tell you what's happening. Like that's all my big problem. With movies they tell us way more than they show us, mm-hmm. and it makes it way harder to relate. Like when they introduce the cop lady, whatever her like, Reyes is that her name? Um, it is Montoya. Renee Montoya. Montoya. They introduce Montoya and they go, "Oh, she was she's like a hardball cop, but she." Uh, her her coworker took credit for for the big case she solved, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, that's bad, but it's hard for me to like get that connection because we don't see it. They just keep saying that. They keep yeah. saying that she's been like screwed over. They keep telling us these I, bad things have happened. Hundred percent agree. That's what exactly what I was gonna say. Because there's that scene where she is like in um in the chief's office with. The person who did screw her over as the chief. Or Ali, the yeah, Ali Wong's character is in there. Yeah, and Ali, Wonk, Ali Wong's character is in there who she is her ex. And, like, it's just Margot Robbie telling me all this stuff, which I like. I felt bad for a second because I was like, oh, there's a lot of bad stuff that's happened to her. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like it to, I don't know. They just told me, you know? It's yeah, better the, if I just find out. There's so much backstory that's just said in this movie, so the stakes feel so not real yeah i yeah i'm not a fan of that type of storytelling at all mm-hmm. I, I like seeing tor- storytelling rather than hearing it also you put ali wong in a movie and she doesn't tell any jokes <laughs> like you get this famous like asian female comedian and her character's just there to like say two lines and peace out she was like one of the most serious characters because she's just yeah. like so pissed at um at montoya like the whole movie and she's just the probably the most serious character this yeah movie. she sells her out and she's like sorry i i do feel bad but oops it's there's no jokes <laughs> zero jokes. everyone else makes jokes i don't understand you get ali wong for your movie why like cast her if you're not gonna I mean, maybe that's not fair, but still, it's it's weird that you would get her and and not use her comedic talent. 
Yeah, I agree. Super weird. <laughs> um, yeah, overall, I don't know. The na- at other times, I really liked the narration. At, at most times, I was like, this is too much information. Like, just don't tell me this stuff. Yeah. Um, I really, as someone who enjoys uh, breakfast sandwiches, I actually really enjoyed um, Harley Quinn's obsession with a breakfast oh, sandwich. Dude, when I was in high school, senior year of high school, we had open campus for lunch. And like every other day, we would just go to the deli and get like bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwiches. And that scene made me literally like made my mouth water. Oh my God, dude. So good. I was I like, know. oh my God, this is the best thing this movie has done. But it's like the most relatable part of this movie by far. It's just like, why hasn't a movie like, sh- why hasn't a movie before done this? You know, <laughs> shown an egg sandwich being made? captured our excitement for egg sandwiches, you know, because egg sandwiches, honestly, I'll say it right now. They're, it's my favorite type of sandwich. I love egg oh, sandwiches, yeah. especially when, well, she got one when she was hungover. When you're hungover, they're, they're amazing. I love them. Oh, yeah. And when you get them from a, like a big, hairy Italian dude <laughs> yeah. who makes it on the griddle right in front of you. Oh, my God. Um, it so did good. get a little much. She also shoved the sandwich in her bra at one point, And I was like, <laughs> that sandwich can't stay in there. It's going to be ruined. Yeah. Yeah. It gets ruined anyway. but It does. Um, she event- But she eventually. Oh, I'm now noticing in like one of the posters, there are egg sandwiches all over it. Oh, really? I thought, because it looks like a hot dog, kind of. So I was like, why is there a hot oh. dog on this poster? I was like, those are egg, those are the egg sandwiches. Okay, I don't see that poster, but that it's, makes sense. It's like the po- it's the art poster. Oh, um, uh, sure. The illustration. Oh, the, the like, oh, the Venus de Milo one. Yeah, there they are. I see it. Mm-hmm. Huh, what do you know? Which I do like that poster a lot. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good branding. Yeah. Um, it's funny. You see Huntress in all of these posters, She's what really... is Huntress doing in this movie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, which I was sad about, and because she had a, big, I mean, she had a big part in the end. But I was sad about because I was like, is this another movie where Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it, but is like shafted again? Like, yeah. I saw her, I saw her name in the billion of Swiss Army Man, which I still love despite her barely being in it. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I love her because yeah. I love her in Scott Pilgrim, where she does yeah, have a huge role. Um, so I was like, God, another movie where Mary Elizabeth Winst- Winstead is just not really in it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like everyone has something to do, and you get her backstory like halfway through the movie, but there's no natural through line. She's just there because like, you make a Birds of Prey movie, Huntress has to be in it because she's mm-hmm. one of the Birds of Prey. And so, okay, she's getting revenge, but her revenge is totally separate from this diamond heist plot that they've got going on. And then at the end, she's like, okay, well, I did my thing. I got to go. And they're like, oh, no, but um, uh, you are you are involved with the diamond thing. And she's like, yeah, I guess. And, and so she just joins the team. Yeah, that was super funny. I don't know. God, she was she was one of the funnier characters. I will admit that. I liked her, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, she was just sort of a character, like caricature. I mean, yeah. you know, it, what little depth any of the characters had, she absolutely had the least, and that's sort of what was the most frustrating. Yeah, I agree. It's it's also so weird because you have this superhero team up movie where the superheroes don't team up until like the last twenty minutes, till the very last, very last second. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which honestly I didn't mind that much. 
I don't know. I was wondering how they were going to team up, and most of the most of the connections made sense besides besides Huntress, who just like was thrown in there, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was it, it was funny how um, Montoya joined in too. I liked that, but I, I don't know. It's it's super interesting. There's just a lot of moments in this movie that are forgettable. Like I just saw this movie and I. I'm trying to remember. To yeah, stuff. I'm already blanking. Um, I will say I did actually really like Ewan McGregor for for most of this movie. Yeah, he's uh, he good. seemed to be having a ton of fun, and he was like chewing the scenery, and he, he was just like fun to watch until he gets really awkwardly rapey at the end. Yeah, there's a lot of really rapey things, which, um, I don't know. Makes I guess it makes sense. It gets. So obviously I think the main themes of this movie are about women and um the emancipation of women not just Harley yes, Quinn. Of course. <laughs> um so there are a lot like a lot of the bad moments are created by like like men being dick type things. Yeah. Um like like Harley like that one dude I don't know if she got yeah, drugged he, he or Yeah, he got her drunk and he was keeping drunk. her out in the alleyway. Yeah, and um, yeah, getting really Ewan McGregor's character, like forcing that woman to take her dress off and dance on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot of there's a lot of that stuff, which makes sense. Yeah, for it, what it they just didn't feel like about. those scenes had a ton of power. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, yeah, they're in there, wasn't... and you're like, okay, they're doing this for this reason, but we're kind of ignoring it. There's there's yeah, nothing like. The, the things know. happen and then we don't really address them. So yeah. there's no exploration of those themes because we have to end the movie with big fight scene where girls beat up the big dudes. And Yeah, I agree. I, it's just like, I don't know, they bring up, like that's something that I, I hate. Like those moments are something that make, makes me just, cr- like I hate watching something like that. Um, But they don't expand on it at all. They're just like... This guy's a creep and yeah yeah it's it's the it's like the rise of skywalker thing right where uh poe is hot wiring the car and he goes how did you learn to hot wire a car it's like <laughs> it's literally someone pointing at a thing and going that's bad yeah <laughs> and you have to you that's that's the first step yes you see a bad <laughs> thing and you go that's bad and then we have to like explore it and, no, no, and no. you know we'll just have, have, have one bad moment and, and then we'll move on move on to the rest of the movie yeah so that was that was one of my my more major issues and then there were some really weird plot things that don't make any sense um yeah. the the biggest thing that made no sense to me was the scene where they get harley quinn they tire to the chair they're like oh we're gonna cut her face off now and um Harley Quinn, before she gets her face cut off, is like, wait, you're looking for the diamond, right? And this is a scene directly after Black Canary and Zaz came back and were like, oh, yeah, we lost the diamond. and But we know where it is and who has it and where to get it. But for whatever reason, Harley Quinn's like, oh, but I can find that diamond. Look at this shitty business card I made. <laughs> and instead of Ewan McGregor saying, no, I have an army of thugs and two like crazy powerful people who know where the diamond is, know who has it, knows how to get it. So I'm just going to kill you because that's what I would do. It's, 
Instead, no. he's like, oh, well, I guess you do have a business card. <laughs> so you can also go look for this diamond, which we know how to get easily. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a kid has them. A kid has yeah, it. It's a, and a she's kid at the has police it. station. It's, it's in the police station. Just get the kid and take the diamond. Like it's not like she has to go on some mystery hunt, search for it. There's yeah. no ambiguity. There's, you have all of the manpower you need to get that thing back. Why, just let Harley Quinn go and get it? Yeah. <laughs> when know. you have her right here, and your whole thing is you want to murder her. Yeah, bunch of stuff like that. I mean, at this point, like. Especially after Star Wars, I'm just like, yeah, this is what happens in movies now. Um, this is they just they're just trying to set some things up. If anyone's in danger, they're not really in danger. Yeah, there's no like I said, there's no stakes because mm-hmm. it's like the movie has to happen. Obviously, that would have been fucking bold if they fucking cut off Harley Quinn's yeah, face in obviously. the middle of the movie. I would I would call that a bad choice probably if they did it, but yeah, it would have been bold. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably would have caught my attention a little bit more. But yeah, I don't, this whole movie is just like a bunch of like, I don't know, there are a bunch of ideas that I see there and I'm like, yeah, there's something good there and there's something good there, but there's like, you can tell it's like, it's like a little, a little tree or something, but they planted a tree indoors. So it like can't (laughs) fully grow. It's just like, it's trying to, trying to burst out of your house, but it's just like stuck. Yeah, there's no sunlight. Like, it's just yeah. so base level. It's all of the dialogue is so on the nose. During that same scene, there was a, a moment where Harley Quinn looks at Ewan McGregor and goes, You know, you're not as complicated as you think. And Ewan McGregor goes, Well, you're not as clever as you think. And I was like, The movie's talking to itself. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, the biggest positive of this movie, in my opinion, is uh, I liked the action a lot. I liked, I think all action movies should have, like, all their characters on rollerblades, and I think it'd be really cool. If <laughs> yeah, roller, rollerblades are definitely fun. I liked the, um, I liked the scene with the beanbag gun, even though that yeah, didn't yeah. really make a lot of sense for her character. It was just, like, sparkly and colorful and good to look at. Yeah, that was the other. Actually, that's, the, that's one of the other things that has to do with the rated RPG 13, is there are a lot of moments where... Where it seemed like they were like, I was like, oh, they're like no guns in this scene or something. Yeah. Um, like where they were just going for a no gun thing. And then at other times they were full on guns. And I was like, it, it, it was interesting, like seeing that back and forth. Because I, re- I think I really enjoyed, obviously, the fighting without guns more. Yeah. Than when gunfire started to get into it. Yeah, it was more interesting. But it's just weird because Harley Quinn, as far as we know, is a sociopath who is dating the joker and has done horrible things in the past but now she's like well i have to break into this police station and i'm gonna do it entirely non-lethally yeah not even like kind of just like enough to sort of knock these guys over well it was pretty Um, it was pretty it was it was was pretty like (laughs) it it was colorful and fun which is obviously the point because that's sort of harley quinn's character but to have her you know go into the police station without any kind of I don't know. It, it's just weird because her character, she's a bad guy and she yeah. sort of ends the movie still as sort of an anti-hero. So it's weird that she would be so averse to, to killing. Yeah, it is weird. Um, if it was that, if, it, if this was a follow-up to Joker directed by, um, <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't remember his name. Thank God. Martin um, Scorsese. Martin Scorsese, a hangover guy. Um, 
<laughs> then Harley Quinn would just destroy these people. Yeah, no, it would. She would walk into the police station. Um, I don't know, it, wearing just like a trench coat. I guess she was wearing a trench coat, but like without the silly glasses and hat. <laughs> and she would have pulled out a small revolver and just went pop without saying anything. Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah, she would have shot him once in the head, and then someone would have gone. Hey, what's going on? Pop! You shot the other dude. And then it'd just and be every like a gunshot chain. would be... It'd, it'd just be like, hey, what's going on? Pop! Just over and over yeah. again. Right? <laughs> For 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. I should mention this before I forget. Is um, The whole section at the beginning where Harley Quinn is... Uh, she's getting drunk pretty often because, she's, of course, she's sad. Mm-hmm. Just Her and the Joker just broke up. I was like, this is just... This is Kesha. Um, the artist Kesha. I was like, this Harley Quinn is Kesha. Like this Whoa. exists already in real life. Her name's just Kesha. And then yeah, you totally right. Of course, at the end, the final song is Kesha. And I was like, yeah, wow. they, they agree. They know it's just Kesha. I can't believe they made Harley Quinn real. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really like Kesha's music lately. So Kesha's I, good. Yeah. I should, I was like, why is Kesha not just in this film just playing? Why is this not just about Kesha? Yeah, honestly. Well, she's probably not as into like uh, violently assaulting police stations. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess that's not true to life as much. Yeah. Um, I was thinking but she more does of just wake her up party. in the morning uh, yeah. uh, with a bottle of Jack. So yeah, um, but she's. I mean, she's got she's got like a style similar to Harley Quinn. She she wears some colorful makeup. She's got some sparkles going on sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she, um, she, could, she could play Harley Quinn. Let's talk about the hyena. <laughs> the hyena, dude. <laughs> let's let's venture into the hyena hole. Yeah, I, and do see we what have we find. to? Or <laughs> no, it's I've initiated it. We're gonna have to go in. Kinda I've got my headlight about on. this part. So she gets the hyena. She feeds the man to the hyena because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to pay for it. Yeah. Um. Which is honestly a pretty good strategy. Yeah. I, I, it's I like, agree. It's like you just you know, gave me a hyena. I'm going to use it to... You know, if I go into a gun store and then I buy a gun, <laughs> I can just point it at the guy and be like, now I own all of your guns, <laughs> idiot. You shouldn't have sold me this gun. <laughs> that is a brilliant strategy. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm going to try that out one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now I own all your guns, sir. <laughs> yeah, you sh- you, what are you doing just handing out guns to people? <laughs> I have all the power. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the thing about the hyena is they're in the apartment, and the apartment explodes, mm-hmm. and she can't find him? <laughs> it's a one-bedroom apartment. He runs. He re- he re- I don't know what. <laughs> Because he shows up again, of course. Yeah. He is still alive, but she can't well, even find thing, a dead like, body. Like, where are you? <laughs> we we all know we all know that like if your character isn't like shown explicitly dying on screen, they're not actually dead. Yeah. So I knew the hyena was coming back, but the fact that their excuse was I can't find him <laughs> is like, well, there's a big pile of rubble. He's probably under that. <laughs> He's probably underneath the rubble, Harley Quinn. Why can't I find him? He just disappeared. I yeah, that's gone. not how explosions work. <laughs> Must have been like a magic trick or something. Damn, yeah, or he's it gone. was like a nuclear weapon and he was vaporized. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that was pretty hilarious. I was like, what? why are they? I was like, why are they taking the time? Like, she e- could easily could have just been like, I don't want to look or something. Yeah, or just show the hyena, like, unconscious and she thinks he's dead, but yeah. she has to, like, leave so she can't make sure. I was like, why are we spending so much time on, like, because it was, like, a good amount of time that she was, like, searching around, like, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> I was could just you like, imagine what is happening? in, like... Could you imagine in Star Wars, they have the moment where Chewbacca dies? I I mean, obviously, Star Wars has a fucking stupid thing, too. But it's like, she blows up the ship, and they're like, where's Chewbacca? I can't find him. (laughs) (laughs) Where did he go? Searching the sands of that planet. They're just like, where is he? He didn't around. Like, Didn't you just see the thing explode? (laughs) Like, he was there. (laughs) Where is Chewbacca? Yeah, or maybe they have to reverse it, and so Harley Quinn's apartment explodes, and then when the hyena comes back, <laughs> Harley Quinn's like, they're like, oh, I thought your hyena exploded, and she goes, mm, I guess he was in a different apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Go full J.J. Abrams. Because he was in a different apartment, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it must God, have been. I still hate that so much. Such yeah. bad writing. <laughs> The laziest writing on the planet. <laughs> so bad. Um, yeah. I can't believe some people like that movie. Oh. It's it's insane. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the hyena. The hyena also just scared me. I was just like, why? <laughs> Does she yeah. have a hyena in like, the comics? Or <laughs> Yeah, well, she has two hyenas in the comics. Mm. I think they're named Abbott and Costello or something. Mm. Um, but obviously this one, she only gets one hyena because it was probably too much cgi budget to have two of them yeah well um, i think it's funny and, that hyenas laugh that's pretty funny yeah it is it's like a good little joke that they've played on us <laughs> those hyenas i do want to meet a real hyena and i want to hear it laugh because i think that'd be fun I, I don't think i would well i guess they're scavengers so they don't kill they just eat whatever's like already dead uh-uh. so you'd probably be fine hmm well, that'd be a nice, yeah. like, if you were suicidal, that'd be a nice sacrifice for a hyena, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, give something back, you know? <laughs> yeah. Feed the hyenas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, what, do I have anything? Oh, yeah, the Bernie Sanders moment. Uh, right, we got to talk about Bernie Sanders. Um, yeah, just just a very, very funny moment where it's revealed in, in graphics. She doesn't say it, but that she voted, that Harley Quinn voted for Bernie Sanders. Yes. Um, and Ewan McGregor's not happy about that, apparently. Um, he's yeah, a Trump he, he guy. does not like that, that she voted for Well, Bernie. he's either a Trump guy or he's like an Elizabeth Warren guy or a Biden guy. <laughs> Could you imagine if that's what it was? <laughs> he's a Biden guy. He's he's a Biden boy, as they call him. Oh, my God. Or maybe he was like, in that's... Gang Gang. He's in Gang Gang, and he was just upset. <laughs> the thing is, like, him being, like, a Biden guy or, like, a Bloomberg guy would be believable because he's very wealthy. Yeah. And, like, but the fact that he would be really, like, horribly mad because she chose bernie over warren is just like <laughs> like oh no i'm super progressive i just like warren better yeah. <laughs> why would you choose bernie <laughs> um but one of the loudest like sc- you know like those screeches at concerts when girls like see justin bieber or whatever yeah, yeah. same exact thing in my theater Whoa. when that moment came up that he voted for bernie the girl in my row screeched so loud like justin bieber had just shown up in this theater and i was it was like so everyone in the theater was like what are you like that was the, what the fuck that was the loudest out of nowhere just the loudest and the, my theater was not 
like no one was laughing at all no one was like having a good time mm-hmm. it felt like and that was like the one moment where everyone was just like oh my god she really likes bernie sanders she loves bernie sanders <laughs> there was um there was only one scene one moment where one guy in my theater laughed and that was it for the whole movie it was the one it was the line where montoya comes out to ace chemicals which just exploded and she was like uh, Harley Quinn just updated her relationship status, uh, and the dude was like, "Oh, ho, ho, ho. he's clearly." He thought on that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's been on Facebook. Oh, because because usually you do that on Facebook, not by blowing up a chemical plant. Oh, ho, ho, ho. yeah, no one laughed at that joke in my theater. They all laughed yeah. at Mary Elizabeth Winston's character a lot. They really enjoyed. She had some funny moments. They enjoyed people. Uh, they enjoyed her obsession with crossbows a lot. Yeah, I actually did think maybe yeah. the best joke in the movie was where she's about to say her name and then it, they show all the cutaways to people saying yeah. the crossbow killer. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Huntress. Yeah. Anyway. I, I was like, okay, that's that's funny because, you know, in in most superhero things, the superheroes don't give themselves their names. Yeah. So it's just funny to be like, Huntress is a cool, like, badass yeah. name, but it's super lame if you give yourself that name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like how almost every every other character was like, yeah, that that name's awesome. <laughs> they were really, like, Margot Robbie yeah. really liked They were Huntress. very supportive, which was yeah. nice. <laughs> They're like, that's, good. that's a good name. Yeah. I also liked, I will say, um, there's a very brief moment towards the end and i can't remember what she said but harley quinn goes into like psychiatrist mode um for one of the characters god i can't remember because every character in this movie has daddy issues to some extent yeah um who doesn't bad dads but yeah to tell me about it am i right (laughs) um but it it was just one of those things where i was like oh that would have been interesting if they had played into that more like yeah i agree harley quinn's not just a crazy like baseball bat wielding psycho have moments where she actually like uses her phd in psychology to like deduce things or like break people down or figure them out and they just have like one or two throwaway lines to sort of do that and i haven't read a ton of harley quinn comics i've seen a lot of the animated series and played the games and everything and she's never really done that so that would be kind of a cool, interesting thing to do for this cinematic universe, something unique at least. Yeah, and I think that could be a part of the fantabulous emancipation of her. Um, like she, her and Joker break up and she maybe starts to like, I know she was dumped in like a vat of chemicals and has changed yeah. forever, but maybe she starts to revert back to her old oh, self. Not even revert back to her old self. Could you imagine how good it would have been if like the end of the movie, she just opens her own like practice anyway? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just regular Harley Quinn, but she's giving therapy to people. Yeah. I, honestly, like, I would have liked it if, like, because all I'm, I don't know. Like, I think if they dove into the themes more of of the emancipation of one Harley Quinn by, mm-hmm. um, by like, going more into, like, well, she was a very successful, smart person until she met the Joker. And, yeah. like, it was a bad boyfriend, and she was, like, not... She was the opposite of independent. She was completely dependent mm-hmm. on this guy. And if they completely like f- flipped the script and like said, oh, hey, that's pretty <laughs> like that's pretty bad. Like maybe she should uh, become independent again. Uh, yeah. Or even did, like, but, like to, to play into the themes of, of like emancipation and, and sort of the, the overall feminist ideas of the movie. Like 
you know, maybe she ends the movie like with a goal to help other women in toxic relationships or people who are like part of domestic abuse, but she doesn't like the crime underworld where like people can't really get that kind of help. Right. Yeah. Like if your husband's a fucking crime Lord, you know, she can help them out or something. Yeah. That'd be good. But instead she just ditches the birds of prey. Yeah. And she takes the little girl to be her new crime friend. Yes. (laughs) And they they eat egg sandwiches. Um, Oh, that was satisfying. Oh yeah. That was a very, Um, very great moment. I was glad that they finished off on that. Yeah, here's another weird thing. Let me Google real quick. Um, John, vamp for me while I Google. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, this, the, I think I think we're getting to since I just saw this movie. We're getting we're I, I like I like doing this right after I saw the movies for sure, because I didn't know what I was gonna rate it. I think we're getting to. Uh, it's just missed potential for me because I got I have like friends who my friend Tom actually really likes this movie and he listens to this podcast, so he might be listening to this. Hey, Tom. Hmm. Uh, he gave a four What's and a half up, star. He gave a four and a half stars. Wow. Um, saying really funny and self-aware best action movie I've seen in a while. Um, and I does he watch John Wick? Uh, I don't know if he's seen John Wick actually. I'll, I'll got to see it. There, like, if we're gonna talk modern action movies in the last few years, that was the other thought I had. Sorry to interrupt. Um, the other thought I had during this movie is like how are people going to make like punch fight gun action movies now that john wick is out because you're just <laughs> you not you you're just not going to reach those heights you just can't it's you can't so either you got to like really drive it home with the story or like do something unique with your fight scenes i tell you what john wick 4 probably going to be on roller skates now mm. oh um, i will also tell you tom gave tom gave mad max four stars so he thinks Birds wow, of Prey well, is better. He sounds like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Tom, get out of here. You're not allowed to listen anymore. <laughs> wow. No, Tom, please keep listening. No, Tom, please keep listening. I'm, I'm desperate for attention. <laughs> uh, what were you Googling? I was Googling. Okay, so I wanted to make sure. But So the, the girl's name is Cassandra Kane, right? Yep. This is a weird comic book thing they do where they will take like the name of a comic book character and they will just apply it to a random character just for name recognition. Cassandra Kane is Batgirl. She's one of the Batgirls. Dude, I swear it sounded so familiar. I was like, that sound, but name. Like, it seems like she's an important character because that name is so familiar. Yeah. Well, she's got like a superhero name, but that's the thing is like, she's the Batgirl who has like the full face mask that covers like her whole body. Um, well, maybe she becomes so Batgirl. Was, that's the thing is like, <laughs> You know, as with all of these movies, my whole the whole time I'm just thinking, where's Batman? Why why isn't Batman here? <laughs> he would um, fix everything. Where's Robert Pattinson? Well, that's that's the thing is like once the police station started getting shot up, I was like, okay, so Batman's not coming. <laughs> Maybe Batman um, was taking a break. What what was Batman doing during Sur- Suicide Squad? Did, it, did anything like, happen to him that like? No, that's a, that's my main issue is like the with these Gotham movies, especially you know having a Batman movie without Batman is like why 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 are we doing this like, <laughs> well this isn't I, a batman movie it's no but it it's takes in place the, in, it's the in gotham city and they mention him once they mention bruce wayne because she names her hyena after him oh yeah 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 here's my thing with suicide squad is i think what would have been interesting is you don't make Su- batman like a main character of that movie but like the city's in horrible peril there's a giant witch creating a vortex in the sky 
all you have to do is like while the suicide squad's on the ground doing their thing maybe there's a scene where they look up in the sky and they see like batman gliding over a rooftop or something they go oh there he goes trying to fix it oh. and he's like a very minor role in the movie yeah that'd be nice um i don't um, think that would fix the movie but yeah that'd be a nice no, touch no absolutely <laughs> not but that's like it's i obviously i'm a big batman fan so i always want to see batman but it is just weird to me we have these movies where they're allegedly high stakes and people doing very bad things and this is like batman's here to fight the supervillains so why is it when there's supervillain crime we get away with these movies where he's just not going to show up or even be mentioned yeah i yeah that makes sense but yeah anyway yeah cassandra kane is batgirl I, I don't know much of her, her comic book origin story, but I assume it's not this. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like she's going to become a super, super uh, hero. Batgirl's a good, good guy, right? Yeah, so I, I it, it just seemed like one of those things where they, they do the name drop, and uh, so the comic book nerds can be like, I know that name. Yeah. I true. recognize that. I recognize that name. This is a comic book movie for sure. This is for me. <laughs> Oh, here, here's a Polygon article that says Birds of Prey completely changes Cassandra Kane from the comics. So, yeah, it's it's completely different. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I liked I like I like the character a little bit, I guess. Yeah, she was fine. Yeah. I was shocked they didn't make more poop jokes. <laughs> yeah, they definitely should have. You think they I don't even like poop jokes and I was like, well, the whole like MacGuffin of this movie is centered around her taking a shit. Like, how are you not constantly talking about that in this wacky, zany, you yeah. know, superhero movie? I don't know. I I think they failed us as humans for yeah. uh, for ignoring that, honestly. Well, if it, I think that's maybe it. Like, if it was like, if this was directed by Todd Phillips, I remember his name, and if it was mm-hmm. like a Hangover esque movie, like where the boys are being boy superheroes, they would be making tons of poop jokes because they're boys, right? Yeah. <laughs> But then I feel like because this movie is sort of about the counterculture and and girls can do the boy things too. No, they can't. So, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, John. <laughs> they can't talk about poop. That's gross. It, it is gross. I will give you that. I don't like when guys talk about poop, honestly. Yeah. So like, I was fine with it. I was just really surprised. Well, girls don't poop, so that's a big plot hole. Yeah. Could you imagine if halfway through the movie, she was like, she swallowed the diamond. <gasps> girls don't poop. How are we going to get it back? <laughs> We're just going to have to cut her open. She's going to have to throw up. They don't poop. Yeah. They, they don't. They have no choice. They have to cut her open. <laughs> Wow, that would have been a really feminist way to go about it. I, I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also thought Zaz was was portrayed pretty well. I like Zaz as a character, and uh, I thought the actor who played him did a good job playing a Is he a, a big comic book character? He's not huge. He He's in all the Arkham games. Um, but yeah, he's essentially just like a Gotham serial killer. Um, in the Arkham games, it's a similar thing where he every time he kills someone, he puts a cut on his body, so it, he has like a scar. Uh. And in the games, he has four cuts on his forehead. And then the story is that he's saving the fifth like strike mark to be for when he kills Batman. Uh, was that in Arkham City? Because I feel like I remember this. He was he was in Arkham Asylum, and he was definitely in uh, Arkham. Maybe no, I think he was in Arkham City. I don't know if you see him. He like calls the phones, and I can't remember if that's Night or City. Arkham City is the only, the only one I played out of the three. Okay. So, the they're all but fantastic. I, I feel like I remember Zaz. Like it feel it feels like it's there, 
but yeah. yeah he's he's not a major character but he is interesting and i thought this guy did a good job translating his character to screen i do like arkham city a lot that's a great yeah great game uh fantastic oh yeah uh but yeah i don't have much else to say about this movie do you have anything else to say um i don't know black mask puts on a black mask oh yeah i remember that yeah um, that did happen it, which seems that we never really get the story behind that he's just like because his club is called the black mask and when he's doing like his biggest crime things i guess he puts the mask on but all the other times he's just ewan mcgregor i mean it's because it's badass does there need to be a story if it's just badass you know <laughs> i you know you got me there yeah that's what that's what mac from always sunny would say it's just badass. yeah <laughs> totally badass i can imagine black mask making a project badass tape yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm going to give this movie three stars mainly because of, um, the egg sandwiches. Okay. That's <laughs> fair. I'm, I'm giving it two stars mainly because of the egg sandwiches. <laughs> I like that. That implies that it was zero stars before the egg sandwiches. Oh, <laughs> uh, would your, yours have no, been one know. without the, uh, no, I, I don't know what my way without the egg sandwiches. Yeah. I, I've, it's, there was, we didn't even get to talk about like, a ton of the plot but my main issues were a lot of the night writing was super super on the nose like it, it felt like the movie assumed i was stupid and like had to explain yeah. everything to me um agreed the, yeah there's a lot of tell tell don't show which is you know the number one thing you shouldn't do in a movie um and yeah i didn't laugh there were a lot of jokes and i didn't laugh which is not how jokes work <laughs> no it isn't um, a joke. you're supposed to laugh at those come on yeah people. and i think if you want you know ultimately there there are better examples of of feminist media out there that we can consume and we can hold it to a higher standard and uh you know just because i didn't like birds of prey uh doesn't mean we can't have a great feminist action movie they're out there it's the, the Australian grandpa made it. <laughs> Someone else can do it just too. Watch Mad Max, guys. Um, but yeah, uh, just watch Mad Max. Yeah, to go back to my tree metaphor, I guess the tree grew like almost halfway, and then the the house sort of stopped it, it and it stopped yeah. getting sunlight. And and the house, of course, is the studio. I feel like because I feel like they yeah. were the ones who were like, "You gotta explain this more." I don't understand it. Or like yeah, the kids won't and... understand this part. You gotta add more voiceovers. <laughs> what do you mean, kids? We're it's rated R. No, no. <laughs> it's like the fucking marriage story scene. Be like, you know, when the kids see it, like when the kids see it, isn't it rated R? No, but like if they see it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if they see it, and they might. <laughs> yeah, but you said we weren't going rated R, <laughs> but we might. <laughs> Alan, that's probably it. It's probably Alan Alda showed yeah. up to produce this movie. He was just like, I don't know. We got we to gotta explain it. We got to explain everything. Yeah. You know what? We we shouldn't have cast uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead in such a minor role and be like, but we already did it. We already <laughs> shot the movie. Well, we shouldn't have. Take her out. Take her out of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I got nothing else to say. Yeah. Uh, birds of prey um it's fine i wouldn't i would go see sonic we're gonna go see yeah, Sonic. Um, i'm pumped for sonic <laughs> and uh and until next time stay big you beautiful boys and birds and girls and girls <laughs>